What's up, world? Beautiful Monday morning. The beautiful. It's February first, twenty twenty-one. Black History Month in full effect. A brother posted something today. Uh, my boy Adam Love. He said, "I am black. I am history. I am not a month. This is my life." It's beautifully written. Shouts out to Adam Love. Uh, good morning to you. I, I know I ain't introduced myself. You know who it is. Marcus Griffin. And I am an addict. And you listen to Confessions from an Addict. Um, I want to start off by... I'm not, I'm not into politics at all. So, But I, I just want to address something. Like, it's interesting. And it's such a touchy subject. Um, as, your, as your boy Biden passed this... I don't know if it's a law... A ruling, I think it's a ruling, passed this ruling that now transgender people can play sports in these, in what, in the, uh, as far as what what they identify with. It's so interesting, man. Because I'm like, where do you begin with this? Um, I remember, I don't know the year. It was late, like 2000, maybe like 2007. 2005, I read a story that a pitcher was removed from Little League, from this Little League that he participated in, because, and I quote, he threw too hard. Because he threw too hard. Which meaning, which means the competition, he, he was above the competition. And we fought him for this. I'm sure that kid, as I played baseball, as I grew up playing sports, that that kid has to feel like, how is my talent a burden? First off, when it comes to athletics, I believe it didn't take me until I got to college. Being an athlete is a privilege. It's a privilege. You know, unfortunately, the reason I go back is because I feel like we're in a world where this whole, we live by that statement, everyone is created equal. And so we look at equal as something as being fair. Everybody has an equal shot. Everybody is it's fair. You know, that's why, you know, they talk about these participation trophies. There's rules in play that every kid gets a chance to play. And from my experience, growing up playing baseball, I had the privilege to be one of the better players on the team. If not the best player being that I was the one that especially with the team I was on. Look, there's going to be more talented people than you in this world. There's going to be people that are just better at something than you. That's it. We live this lie of equality. No, we're equal in the sense that there's something in you that you could do good that no one else can. Or maybe someone else can, but you could do it just as great or just as good as them. But it's about the competition of yourself. It's about how good can you be? And I said it to say, a lot of these kids that you see play, they're trying, they're trying to live up their, to their parents' expectations. Some of the kids that played, I played ball with, you could tell they didn't want to play baseball, but parents wanted them to experience teamwork, to experience winning, to experiencing accomplishing something. And that's fine, but maybe this isn't their talent. Maybe this isn't something they even want to do. You know? And yet we force this, we, we, we have this like, we're built off competition 
and built off winning. But we want to have this hypocrisy like it's not all that matters, though. I don't know. When I played, that's all that matters. I played the game to win. I wasn't a kid that was like, you know, this is I'm, I'm learning good values here. I didn't know what values were. I'm 10 playing a sport that I love trying to be the best that I could be. And now you have it to where I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this is going to be bold and put out there. Now we have it to where now there's a playing field where and and I'm so, I'm putting this on feminists or people that believe in participation. I'm putting this on y'all where you're like, everybody should get a chance to compete. And so you have these people that are transgender that are like, I identify as a woman and I want to play women's sports. But you were born a man. So, you know, as unfair it is to say that men have, are just stronger than women, it's like feminists, you wanted this equality, that you wanted to be equal to a man. And now look what happens. Men have... A man has passed this ruling to say that, well, if that's the case and you guys want all this equality, then let's be equal. They identify as a woman and want to play women's sports, even though they were born a man. Who who are we to say? Who are we to say that they can't live their dream? That's fine. I don't know where we came up in this when it just started to change that like, no, like. Life is about the path you choose to live. It's based off decisions. Now, I'm not, I grant it. I don't know what it would be. It just became weird. Like, hey, you don't like who you were born with? You could decide to be something different. I don't know when it started. But I just, I'm just like, you know, as I write to my, I write to my daughter today. I'm like, be true to yourself. And I get it. If you identify as a woman, that's, that's who you be true to yourself. But I can't help but think it's a gimmick because I'm really curious to see how many women are going to transition to a man to play man sports. And I mean, we're going to allow it, correct? But guarantee that first woman that gets hit too hard or, you know, we see the lack of performance. I don't know. I don't know. Just it's a privilege to play sports. I knew when I got to college, it was a different talent level then. You know, I grew up, I, I was fortunate enough to be in a division, fortunate or unfortunately, to be in a division where the talent level wasn't, it wasn't prime, it wasn't, you know, the best. And I thrived in it. I thrived in somewhat being the best of the worst. And when I look at my truth, and as I'm explaining my truth to my daughter, I'm like, I, I, with that, that's been like my mantra. I live that I'm the best of the worst. Just like when it comes to relationships, I'm like, hey, I don't cheat on you or beat you. Granted, I don't live up to expectations of myself, which is my own faults and what you've seen in me, which I don't live up to. But I don't do this. I don't do that. Oh, good. You don't treat me like shit. You don't want to treat me the best way you could possibly treat me and the best way you could possibly treat yourself. You just don't want to treat me like shit. Wait, that's a great way to fucking be, you know. And I played that way. And I lived that way. I didn't want to see myself in my peak performance. I didn't work hard because I was getting by on beating on talent that wasn't on my level. And that's not to brag. It is what it is, you know. And with that, I'm just saying you get to college and you realize, damn, it's a privilege to play sports. You realize there's a lot of 
intangibles. Like you, you see the talent level and where you're at and where you stand. And I'm just saying, what's next? Are we gonna build a build a less talented league so we get less talented product on the on the field? Just so everybody can say we played and we made history and we 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 at least got a chance. Everybody gets a chance. <clears throat> but unfortunately, not everybody gets an opportunity. There's a difference. You get a chance to showcase your talent. Doesn't mean you get the opportunity to receive all the things that come with your talent. There's a ceiling there. But be appreciative. Like be appreciative that you found yourself. This is the path you chose to be a woman. Be appreciative that you found yourself and be happy in that. Now you want to take it to new heights. Now you want to embark and, 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 and force your way and force society to adapt to you. That's some egotistical shit. And you see. I'm sorry, you see the difference in, in the abilities. Still a man within you. Now you make this choice. And I'm I, I, I'm only speaking on it because I have a daughter and this has nothing to do with sports. It just as I'm telling my daughter to live her true self. Right. I'm still in this. How do you say that when it seems like everyone else not necessarily is living a lie? That's the thing. We cannot break down what goes on in another person's mind, mental state or whatever. We don't understand what would cause them to change. Not I'm sorry. I can't wrap my head around it because it's something about nah, that person don't love who they are. Some in them changed them to where they either saw that they get treated better or this could provide a better opportunity. I don't and I know that sounds crazy. And I know that sounds horrible. This is just my mind state. Now, and you can call me fucked up. Maybe I am. I'll live that truth. I'll live that. This is what I saw. You had women's sports. You had man sports. Grew up. Call me simple minded. I like it. I like being simple minded. But I'm also open to be like, cool, let's see how many of them women can transition to male sports then. Let's let's make it fair. Because all it right now seems is one sided of men who didn't make it going to women's sport and making a killing. And all my messages for the day is I wrote to my daughters, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Like I said, I'm not no psychic, but I'm I'm just. As I'm, you know. Living my truth, trying to be more honest, trying to be a man of integrity. I'm just watching this and I'm like, come on, man. Within your heart and soul, you know, as a competitor, this shit ain't right. What you're seeing. I mean, there was one person, one individual that as a man, when he was doing his track and running and everything, he was 300th in the world in track and 216th when it comes to the final. Now you transition, you in women's sports, and you're number one in the fucking world. How could you live that lie? Now, that's not for me to determine. I'm just saying what I see, though. As I'm writing to my daughter, there's a message that I wrote to her. And that's why I'm like, I'm just breaking, breaking issues down the best way I know possible. And, and I look at how we misconstrue things. And I broke down this message in the Bible for my daughter. And I was like, you know what's crazy? There's this treat others the way you want to be treated. Well, here's the thing. When you're growing up, we treat others the way we've seen we've been treated. 
We're all programs. And it's important. That's why I'm writing these messages to my daughter, because it's important as parents, hell as individuals, that we understand our programming. I think a lot of times we try to feel that because like I was explaining to her, fortunately, I grew up. People lied to me. People close to me lied to me. People that I hold near and dear to my heart, people that I love lied to me. So when they say treat others the way you want to be treated, well, the only way I've been treated is lied to. So I look at everybody as a liar. Thus, I lie. So if you ain't doing that self-reflection about yourself and realizing, hey, you know what? When I lied, how did I feel? Because everything, like they say, that truth comes to the light. It has to. It has to so we be our best form of ourselves. Some people may not care about that. But I, I just, I'm on this journey, I'm just, as I'm, I'm, relate, I'm realizing how important relationships are. Most importantly, I'm realizing the importance of the relationship to myself. I can no longer live my lies. That's why, you know, you come out, I'm an addict. Part of being an addict, you know, the, the traits that came with it, lying, manipulation, you know, playing the victim. It's not my fault. You know, I'm that man too. Say it's a disease. Yeah, but it's a disease I put in my body. I changed my chemical makeup. Am I going to let this be who I am the rest of my life? That's going to be my narrative. Hey, forgive me. You know, I was. And, and luckily, I have people that forgive. Luckily, I have people that have seen this change, this progress. I falter. I, I, I stumble at times. You know, but if I'm trying to be honest and I'm trying to be a man of integrity, I, I have to do away with such things. I have to stop living in iniquity of. I don't know if that's a word iniquity. I think so. I know it's a word. I don't know how I'm trying to say it, but I'm saying, you know, when you carry on certain relationships where, and I just mean that with everything, like drugs, like you carry on a drug relationship, you, you, you have to be honest and be like, yo, that, that, that not, that didn't, that didn't change. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> you know, I mean, as I put honest, as I put my honest shit out there, I mean, me getting involved with a, a married woman, it's a lie to myself. No, that's wrong. I had to, most importantly, let that thing go, cut that stuff off. Now I'm trying to work on like a mission statement to myself, a commitment. And a lot of times we fail as people in our commitments to ourselves because we think we need to have the commitment to everything else around us. Committed to your job, committed to your money, committed to security, committed to your pleasures. Have all these commitments to everything that is not within. So, yeah, I, I debunk that. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Because you know what? A lot of people don't know how to treat themselves. Sure, we can say it's good. We know what happened when someone lied to us. It hurt us. But unfortunately, what happens? When they lied to us, they got something from us. Either where they got our vulnerability or they took advantage of the situation. They got us for whatever we hold near and dear, our heart, our money, our time. They got us. We want to get it back. Sometimes the only way we know to get it back is to do the same thing they did because they left a path. They left a way to do this thing. They taught us something. They taught us a way to gain prosperity.
And I don't want that for my daughter. You know, and as I'm being honest to her, you know, I, I, I lied. I took vows with a mom that I broke. Lies that I have to live. But when you continue to live, live that lie, you really believe the lie. And that's all I'm saying. We have lied so much in this country that we believe this lie. We believe we're a great country. We are horrible. I mean, I think about this political process and I'm like, dang, we were forced to vote for you, Biden. Forced because we couldn't let the other one. What are we going to have? Racism or someone that's going to run amok? And that's how I look at it. Chaos, in my opinion, brings about prosperity. The last way has been. You see the jails. Crime generates money, generates taxes. They want us to live in chaos. And that's what I'm saying. In all this chaos, you got to find your truth. Live true to yourself, man. Start treating yourself better. Start wanting better for yourself. Start, you know, it's a, it's a tough road. But like I said, it's all, it's all about what you want to put out there. And, and the more I put out there, the more the more the change has, has come. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been around people that either I've engaged in drugs with or bought drugs from and I'm fine. Because the reflection of myself is I'm not a drug user anymore. So when I don't, when I don't have, see myself as a drug user, guess what? Now I don't see my friend as a drug dealer. Now I don't see my friend as someone I could do drugs with. So that's the real treat others the way you want to be treated. Because if you still see others that way, you need to ask yourself, how do you see yourself? If you see that person as a liar, a thief, not saying that they're not, but see, that's what that enlightenment thing. When you, like I said in that book, when it said treat up, see everybody as they're enlightened. And if you see, every, see everybody as they're holy, then you, don't, you take away all that. Now, some people be like, oh, that's denying themselves. They are who they are. Nah. They are who what they are, what you see, what you give, what you do, how you act. That's what they are. If you act kind, it's hard to treat a person that acts kind. Sure, people get robbed, bad things happen to good people all the time. But we take it as if good people cannot take the bad things that's happening. I'm accountable for the people that I interact with because I'm accountable for myself. I know what they're capable of because I know what I'm capable of. But that takes learning yourself. I know I'm capable of taking advantage the way they're capable of taking advantage because I take advantage. You see what I'm saying? That whole like you get what you put out, it's true. If I give out love, I'm going to get love in return. Because guess what? Even when people are thinking they're attacking you, that's their language of, I love you and I don't know how to react to loving you because I haven't learned to love myself. So when you see all this, you, you just come from a compassionate place. And I know it sounds like I'm not speaking with compassion, but I'm just more so speaking of live your truth, man. And your truth detects that path. Your truth will, will give you Everything, your truth will help you see where you need to be, where you need to go without forcing somebody to make your path for you. I mean, it's like we, we come about this. It's like I said, we don't have to take accountability for anything these days. 
You you get a, you have a bad breakup. Guess what you're doing? Putting that bad breakup on somebody else. I don't want to deal with this shit. So many dating sites, so many open t- open things that you could just go ahead and justify or excuse yourself from your actions because there's going to be somebody else there to make it better. So you continue to lie. Continue to lie that you're not hurt. Continue to lie that you don't know how to love. You know, there's things you just must want to do. You know, I'm a father now. I can't, I can't, my life is not mine no more, but it is because my life is within her, which I'm living through her or she's living through me, living by what she sees, you know? So just think about that message, man. Think about how you want to treat yourself. Treat yourself how you want others to treat you first, not how you want to be treated. Because a lot of times we feel like we don't get a choice on how we want to be treated. But you do. You just got to treat yourself how you want to be treated. And with that, you'll be able to treat others the way you want to be treated. You want to treat yourself as someone that's going to constantly lie, live in fear, and be afraid of everybody else. And fear is going to be the narrative. Either you're going to rule by fear where you scream, shout, intimidate, or you're going to rule by fear where you conceal your emotions, conceal your thoughts. Afraid to share, be closed off from love, compassion, affection, welcoming hate, welcoming. And I, and I get it. And I, and I only say that because life has a way of exposing you, good or bad. It's going to give you tests to where it's like, hey, you're going to rise this occasion. You're going to, you know, what's, what's going to be your next move? What's going to be. What's going to determine your character? It's all I want for my daughter. Be a, be a woman of character. Because there's so many few people that their character is like, like, I'm sorry, the Bible, like, like, not saying why would you care, but you know everybody has an agenda. And that's what's so funny about it. You know that's an agenda. Not to say why would you care about transgenders when you're not one. But I understand it's one of those, it's a touchy subject where it's like, I don't want to dive into it. Let's just pass it. Because it seems like they got power and control right now. That line of created equal has power and control. But it's like if you're created equal and to be, I don't know. I'm going to stop there on that subject. But seriously, man, treat others how you would treat yourself. But learn first and foremost how to treat yourself. We all say we can go back in time, but we can't. I go back in time through my daughter. I wouldn't tell her don't get involved with boys young because they, they like as much as I would tell her, you know, I'm learning now. I wouldn't tell her just because they're a distraction because they, I'm not going to be like, hey, they only want one thing. No. Treat yourself first. You don't know yourself enough to give yourself to somebody else. Because you may give yourself to somebody else who tells you when you're ready to give yourself, when you're ready to. You know, they determine your timeline. They determine how someone should act. I mean, for years, we look at men and women. We, we have this, a man's supposed to do this. A woman's supposed to do that. Opposite sexes of what we should be doing with one another. And it's just basically, no, in what way to benefit one another. We're not benefits. We're people. We're not commodities. 
If anything, we we're, we're spirits that are just looking for connections. I'm not connected to what you do for me. I'm connected with how I feel about myself when I'm with you. And that's the main goal. That should be the main goal when we get around people. We look for them energy surges because guess what? We are filled with all types of emotions, feelings. We are our own drugs. We produce our own serotonin. We produce our own everything, our own depression, all that. You know, some, no, it's not a choice. It's, some people are mentally, nah. Some people don't want to do the work. I get it. There's trauma in all of us. But some people don't want to do the work. I got labeled. I spoke, you know, speaking to my mother and I'm like talking about drugs. And we all have coping mechanisms. You know, it's just some people like to be in denial of what's a coping mechanism. You know, some people be like, hey, you know, use sex as a coping mechanism. Some people use whatever the case. I don't want marijuana to be my coping mechanism, but as I was telling my mom, like, you know, if you're on, not necessarily this enlightened journey, but you know, with weed, you could, it opens up your mind to some things. It makes you sit and think. For me, it makes me sit down and shut the fuck up. And I'm sure some people be like, hey, well, you need to get high right now, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. But yeah, it makes me shut the fuck up. Makes me ask myself, you know, where am I being just? Makes me reflect on why certain things played out the way it did. Why it needed to play out that way. But it also makes me understand, like, I don't need to be mad that it played out that way. Because in everything, you come to, everything that you think you know will come to be. It has no choice. You eventually got to meet your maker. You eventually got to come to some realization you may hate it, you may run from it, but you within your heart knows. So I write for my daughter, I'm like, I don't want you to be afraid of who you are. But I also don't want you to force who you are down someone's throat because they may not know who they are. Or because you think that they should treat you accordingly to who you are. That was kind of my fault over the weekend, over last week. You know, dealing with this person in this situation, I'm like, hey, um, don't try to talk ish to me because who I am is I'll cut you off. And oh, like, like I'm somebody. Very egotistical, but at the same time, it's like I have my reasons and there are other reasons. And, you know, I got to be better. I don't have the patience at times. Sometimes we have to go in a situation and we got to repair and be whole before we could actually find somebody else to try to because right now a lot of people you know when you have that broken and you got broken pieces within you you're looking for somebody to fix you because you don't want to do the work and where in this world you'll find people that want to that are fixers that are enablers and say you know what you no you are that was their fault and such and such and it's like come on man you know you know what you did. You know what the situation, how you played it out. Come on, man. Stop running from yourself today. You can only run so far. Live your ultimate truth. And with that, have a great day. Bam!
You're listening to Confessions from an Addict. Ah, oh, let's cut that shit. And, 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 see, and your friends will tell you some shit sometimes. What's up, y'all? This is Marcus Griffin. You're listening to Confessions from an Addict. I hope everyone is having a beautiful morning. I hope we are having a blessed day, a blessed week. My week has been great thus far. And it's only Wednesday. You know, you usually think your week, a lot of people are like, my week gets better as it goes on, you know, thinking Thursday, Friday, because Friday got the weekend ahead. But nah, man, my Monday was great. Special thank you, shout out, props to my boy, Brett Miller. We finally linked up. Um, if y'all don't know this dude, y'all need to get to know this dude, because he could change. He could change your life. He could build you a new life. Dude does construction, and I mean, just a very talented dude. He just picked up. You know, he's one of those people like, oh, if I just see it, I can put it in my mental. I can apply it, you know. And those type of people, man, you got to have them in your life because they, it's, we, we all visionaries. Sometimes it takes certain people longer to get things than others, but for the most part, we are visionaries. If we could see it, be around it, we can achieve it. And y'all need to know that. I am Marcus Griffin, and you listen to Confessions from an Attic. Today's Reckless Wednesday, and I'm doing something a little different. In my reckless behavior, I'm having a partner on, and uh, he's going to be on in a couple minutes. His name's Tony Max, and this dude I used to run with. Get high, do little silly, dumb shit, you know, and, you know, he's been listening to the show, and he's like, man, you need to, you need to tell some stories, man. You need to get the people what they want. You say confession from an addict, motherfucker. Do some addict-like life experiences. And yeah, you know, I think I could pause my journey to talk some wild shit, possibly. I think I could pause my journey. Um, but uh, yeah, yesterday just got an email. And maybe I'm, I'm, I'm zany, wild for this. But got an email yesterday and... You know, it's one of those things where I, this this one of these bookers, you know, it's kind of a bringer show. But like my boy Brett said, as comedians, we're all bringers. You get paid for the people, the following. So everybody's a promoter when you're a comedian. Everybody's a promoter when you're an entertainer. So I'm like, you know what? I'll rock with it. So he sends me the email. And um, he has a show in West Hollywood. And he says it's like a patio setting upstairs, whatnot. Still got to do the number of people, five to six people to get six minutes. And I'm like, all right, I'll think about it. Then boom, right at the bottom line. I don't know why it stood out. I also have the Tempe Improv. Now, see, he didn't personally ask me for it, but he just put it out there. Tempe Improv. And I'm like, you know what? I said to myself when I made this commitment to comedy, I did say I will not quit until I travel the world. World is still within reach. You know, I'm going states, though. I'm knocking out states first. I'm in. So I performed in Vegas, California, Tennessee, and Atlanta. Those four. Bam. Let's go. Arizona. Bring it up. Fuck it. That's five. I'm still living my dream. It's just taking long. But as long as you have that pursuit of something big, keep on with it. So, yeah, next Thursday... Going right after work, too. Shooting out to be Arizona. And it's only for a 10-minute set. Or he said even longer. And when I hear even longer, this is what I'm saying. From my 10-minute set, no, you got to think big. As entertainers and stars, anything you want to do when it comes to these dreams. I know I'm going to do 15. 
And guess what? I might come back. Not, I might get a comeback spot or anything. The possibilities is endless. But hey, it's a road trip. It's an experience. And I can't wait. And speaking of experiences, man, joining me right now is my boy, Tony Mass. Tony Mass, say what's up to the people. What's up, y'all, man? That's it? That's all you... That's all I got for you. I'm just, you know, I just got in. Like, can I settle in? Can you not be on me right now? Damn, you cranky, man. What's up, man? What's going on? I, you, you, you good? You clean? I mean, what the fuck is clean? I showered. Like, what do you mean by clean? You know, am I on your new journey or so what you call what you doing? I mean, for what? Cocaine been good to me. It ain't, it ain't like it been, you know, bad. I ain't regret shit. That's your whole ass. <laughs> whole ass. Now I gotta be whole ass because I'm I'm getting clean. I know it been good to you. Half time we was getting high. I was spending the fucking money on the shit. I was the one staying up being miserable, still going to work. Why you sit back chilling? I mean, you know, I told you quit the shit and we can, you know, partner up, do something real. You know, you got all this talent, you just sit on the shit. I've been telling you for years, do the podcast. Hook up with your partners, you know, do the videos, get you, you know, get your life straight. You know what I mean? I just say, hey, when you can't, here's some coke, nigga. No, I was saying here's some coke. When I couldn't and I was running from the problems, I was saying, let's go get some coke. You know what I mean? And you was right there behind me getting high right along with me. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I appreciate you for joining me, Tony, man. Man, how long we been rocking? 10, 10, yeah, about, about 10 to 12 years we've been, you know, off and on dabbling in this shit. I, I ain't, I mean, I'm, you know, I got like two, three, three days sober, you know. I mean, I could kind of rock with you a little. I kind of see it till my girlfriend gets home this weekend, you know. Oh, man, you got a girl. I'm, I'm always going to keep me a girl. That's cool. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm single. Again, you know, I can't keep my mouth shut. Always saying some wild shit. That is, that was always your problem, man. You, you just, you a temperamental dude, all emotional and shit. But y'all light-skinned niggas is like that, so I don't really hold that against you. You really think it's a light-skinned thing? I think, I think, man, I, th- I, I, I could kind of rock with that. I don't know. I, I just think it's the look. Like, even when we get upset, it looks like we getting emotional. Like, it's some sensitivity. Like, no one takes it serious. That is, it's anger. It's more like, oh, he's in his feelings or he's in he's in his emotions, you know. That's some I'll be sure shit. Some uh I'm thinking about the light skinned niggas, like some like could you see Prince ever getting mad? Like really upset? I mean Prince too pretty to be mad though. I mean the dude walk around in in in, in heels and in, in lifters, man. How you gonna be angry at and get mad? You got lifters on. You can't talk no shit no lifters. Yeah, that's true, man. It's funny, when I was about to get married, my, my ex-wife at the time was like, man, you, you should wear some lifters because I'm going to be taller than you. I don't give a shit. Give a shit, man. Oh, man, speaking of love, man, we got Valentine's Day coming up. Valentine's Day, love's in the air, man. He nigga, what you doing this year for the Valentine's Day, Tony? What you got, what you got going on? I mean, that, that white fucking pagan holiday. Is that a pagan holiday? Or is that just Christmas? What, do, what is pagan shit? All this shit is fucking propaganda and shit, man. I don't get involved in that shit, man. Be, be chilling, you know. I might get a room. That's about it. If you can get a room, can you even do anything with all this COVID shit that's going on? 
I make girls still die. I make girls wear a mask when give me head. Nah, you a fool, motherfucker. But um, damn, I'm I'm tripping, man. See, man, the other day I, I lost my cool, said some shit. Like, I don't know, man, with relationships now, I'm like, I feel like it's just ass kissing. You know, I feel like you have to, in order to keep the peace, you somebody's got to kiss somebody's ass on a daily basis. Because we always don't know how to talk to each other as human beings. We really don't. It's like. If we get on a serious subject and I don't like something you said or maybe something you said is ignorant. You know what I get it all the time? I got my mother issues where, you know, she explains some some tragedy happened to somebody and then she'll just be like, yo, that's what they get for being like this. And then you're like, it's still tragic. Like, goddamn, do you hear yourself? And then immediately it's like I'm side with somebody else. You know, you ever had that Tony, which is somebody ask your opinion. And you know if you give your real opinion, you're going to lose them. You know what I mean? Man, that, that happened to me every day. I mean, we didn't talk for two months because I, I say in my opinion, like, I told you a long time ago, the people you was fucking with, man, like, the women in your life just brought you down. Serious, man. I mean, you feed into the shit. I don't feed into the opinion shit, man. Like, if that's what they want to think of themselves, ain't my place to shed light on it. You know, I'm like, okay, so you think you gain weight, then I don't, I mean, or you, 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 you taking this personal, that's for you to take personal. I don't, man, I just keep the peace at all times, man. I try to keep that vibe. And then, I mean, they don't ask me shit no way because I, I put my hands on them, you know. Nah, I don't, I don't put no hands on nobody. I just keep it cool. But I kind of dig what you're saying as far as, uh. You know, I know I ain't give no real examples, but, you know, I'm one of those, like, like, for example, if you want to cause friction, I give you the friction, you know. Where you going? With a bitch. You know, I don't lie about it. Many a time, I'm going down to Starbucks with Cindy. What the, what the fuck do it matter? Ask me no shit. You know, I just, I don't understand why people want to be hurt in this world. That's what I don't get. You know, that's been my problem with women. But at the same time, I just, you know, I'm like, okay, when you ask me something serious, I just say to myself, okay, you just want me to lie to you right now. All right, I, put, I think of something. You're putting Tony on the spot, but I think of something, you know. So you just lie. You just lie, just bold face lie. Yeah, why, why not? Hell, what are they going to do? I ain't going to have a fight later. You know, it's either a lie. Or when they ask me something, I'm like, oh, you just want to break up today or something. Like, what am I going to do? I'm Tony. You know what I mean? I, I, I dig it, man. I just try to always be honest because I want to live in my truth. Living your truth. What, what, what is living your truth? Can you explain that? I mean, living my truth, like, like, let's be honest. Like, I don't know now if monogamy is really for me. You know, as we approaching this love, Valentine's. I don't know if that if, if it's really my bag, you know, if, if it's like there's one person I deeply love, you know, she knows she has my heart. But then at the same time, it's like we've shared so much. We've been through what we've been through. I mean, I'll be honest. Yeah, you talking about that cuckold shit. I mean, it wasn't really OK. It was a scene like that. Nah, that 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 was wild as shit, man. 
I told you it was a bad idea, but hey, what can I say when I'm doing lines with you and you saying your little crazy fantasy talk? I like, kind of fuck gay shit is this? But you know, I, I let you, uh, I let you, I let you, you know, express yourself. What can I say? You, you know, you, you pay for the bag. Like you said, you know, I had to drink little, you know, some Christian brothers and shit. I said the shit was crazy as fuck. You ain't gonna go through with it. I know you. I know your heart, man. That's real dark skin shit. Let a man, another man, let another, another man fuck your chick. Nigga, you crazy in the motherfucker, man. That wouldn't even happen in the motherfucking our world. Shit. Somebody gotta die, motherfucker. You understand? But go ahead, tweet your shit. Hey, yeah. I was wild. Coke shit was, you know, fucking my fantasies, my mind. You heard the Richard Pryor shit. Coke make you think of crazy fantasies. Mine was, yeah, he ain't talking about having somebody fucking bitch, though. All right, shit is different. Okay, I get it. But anyway, um, yeah, I just look at it. We live in a world where we really want us to, that person to be the end-all, be-all. And I, I just don't see that. I see as we can have plenty of connections, you know? And so I'm like, if I have to, I don't know, man. It's like we either got to dumb ourselves down. Or we have to, you know, control desires based on a sociological view of what love and relationships are supposed to look like, you know. And yes, yeah, still love that person. She knows it. We talk, chop it up every day like best friends and shit. You know, best friends, meaning you ain't getting no pussy. Hey, hey I mean, ain't what it's all about no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sound real fucking funny to me. But anyway, I, I mean, but, but how? But yeah, that's 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 where I'm at with it. Um, Valentine's. I hope y'all having like some good relationship shit, man. Um, man, I don't know what I was talking about today. I don't know where I was getting at, man. Tony, you got anything? I mean, like, what's what, you know when you what, what's what's a healthy relationship to you? I asked this to Brett, but I'm asking you. You know, what is a healthy relationship to you? Share that, share that bark. I, I want to hear this shit. I mean, healthy is when y'all just, you know, it's on that real cheesy. Like, she finished your lines. She know what you think it before you say it. You in tune with her. You know, you, you. It's like you got the crazy shit out there, but you don't do it because you don't jeopardize your home. You don't jeopardize your peace. You know, you're quiet. You know, that's what I've been told. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I ain't the most healthiest motherfucker on the planet. So how you gonna ask me what healthy is? Shit, your fat ass need to work out. I don't you get healthy yourself. Then when you get healthy yourself, everything in your saying, your situation changes, and everything else around you is just healthy. It has no choice. Me reflections, you know, that type of shit. Whatever fuck you said last week, I don't know, motherfucker. I'm just trying to get, you know. Healthy to me is head and and peace and quiet. I, I I be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, man. See, that's why I'm funny too, man. I've never been a head guy. I've never been like like you know. They ain't done it for me, man. But but to get on some real shit, man. Uh, it's February third. I'm about to go out to Tempe. About to do these things. Um, see, you come in this show, man, and it just it just fucks with my train of thought. I used to be on a good vibe. You know, hey, don't blame me for that. I, I ain't blaming you. I, I, you. That's your problem. You blame me. You blame everybody for a lot of shit. Since you want to always talk about what you need to be doing, this journey, you know, where you at, your soul searching. That's one thing you need to stop blaming motherfuckers for shit, man. 
you know, you do a lot of blame, a lot of excuses, a lot of, you know, this person did that. And it's just, it's just eating you up inside, man. That's what I came to tell you, man. Like, like it's cool. I like the what you're doing and whatnot. But, man, you got to get that, that motherfucking anger out. Yeah, you kind of right, man. It's like, I'll get angry yelling at my daughter. I, yeah, I've seen it, man. I mean, you remember one time, man. This dude's, this dude girl is real nice girl, man. And we supposed to go to the beach and whatnot. And we is chilling and everything. And you end up cussing out somebody else's woman for no fucking reason. No reason other than that she want to go back upstairs and get a blanket. Man, fuck that blanket. Dad, that's what you said, too. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm wrong for that, man. I'm wrong for that. I mean, you lose, you losing a lot of friends. That's all I'm saying. You know, get your friends back, man. I'm always gonna be in your life, you know, because you told me you paid me twenty dollars if I come on this show. Yeah, you are gonna get your money, motherfucker. You along with everybody else. It's crazy, but yeah, you know, I'm trying to get that blame out. I'm trying. I'm looking. I'm, I'm pushing to it, and um. It's crazy, man. I, like, like I say, you, you know, you wanted me to come on here. What, what, what's, what's, what stories you want to get into, man? Let's get into some story times. Just you, you and me, man. What's, what's your favorite, favorite, uh, your favorite cocaine story, man? If you, if you want to get into it, you know what I'm saying. What, where, where we at, Tony? Where we at, man? Oh man, uh, I, I really want to know. What happened uh, to the threesome that you possibly had? Oh, you want to get in that shit? Yeah, man, because I was really rooting for you. Like, that night, man, I was like, oh, cool, man. Because I was trying to see where you at. You know, I actually had a bag. The one time I had a bag that was going to share with you, I tried to see you at. And you had already said you already got to go on to Pomona with your girl. And you was like, yeah, I'm going to get this bag. And we supposed to set up this threesome. And, man, you never got back to me on the story, man. I mean, what happened with that? Man, what happened with that shit? Like everything that happens, man. It, 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 I always have golden tickets that I either lose it, drop it, or it gets ripped, man. And this was a situation where, unfortunately, or fortunately. So that's the funny thing with Griff's stories. Because there's a upside, downside left side right side you know and so you know me and my girl we uh yeah we get the hotel room and so we got the bag the hotel room and so we getting high and we drinking before we even go out to meet the chick and we don't meet the chick till later and you know my girl at the time she don't really you know dabble with coke like that but yeah she on one we get the girl, we chopping it up, man, and just as soon as we was leaving, I'm like, cool, I got, I, 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 we about to do the damn thing, I'm leaving. I mean, we was at the bar, I kind of, you know how, you know how Griff does sometimes. I, I checked the girl because I felt like she lied to me on something, but we didn't want to have the energy be all bad. We chilling, just us three at the table, you know what I'm saying? Get ready to go. And my girl like, let me drive, like. I want to drive. You sit in the back seat. And already, I mean, that's been my problem. And I, as a man, I should, yeah, you play bitch. Yeah, you know, you know. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if, what to do. Dumb myself down, cater to a woman. That's why I'm at. That's why I'm trying to heal with this whole relationship process. 
Man, what you do? You just take charge, man. You ain't driving my motherfucking car. I sit your ass in the front, sit your ass in the back. And it just goes like that, man. That's me your problem, man. You want to be soft when it's time to be hard and hard when it's time to be soft. Like, damn, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? So you fucked up our fantasy then. I didn't, hold on. Nah, I already see it, but go ahead. Well, nah, so I'm sitting in the back like a, yeah, like a bitch. And she's driving my car crazy in the motherfucker. I and that also the bitch shit because I'm like, whoa, why? Red light. Oh, shit. Oh, you whipping this. So I'm acting all, you know, uh, scared. I'll be honest. I hate to say it. I was scared in the back seat. Homegirl scared in the front seat. So the situation, the energy was thrown off. My girl acting like real on some real hood shit. Like, man, y'all like like y'all tripping. You know, I got this. And it's one, two in the morning. We drinking this Coke and all this type of shit. I'm like, I don't want to get pulled over. You know, I had a DUI before. And so it's just crazy. We get back to the room. The girl's mad. My girl high. But I'm trying to calm the situation. So I break out the cocaine a little. And it wasn't that much left. You know what me. I, yeah, you never could save for a good time. You trying to just do it all in one setting. Yeah, man. I, so I didn't have that much left. So I'm like... Let me just give it to the, the girl we brought home. She can do it all. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's time to come down so my shit can get hard to do the damn thing. And anyway, so my girl see that like, you're just going to chop up all that for her? Yeah, like, ain't this the point we supposed to be fucking her? You know? And so, new chick, man, they get into another little little fight about that. Now it's like, you want to give her all the shit? And I'm just like, oh, God damn, really? And so my, my mood is off. My girl acting like, you know, sugar free or some shit. He's trying to get me to teach me how to tell me how to mack to the chick. That pissed me off. Like, hey, just tell her we ain't really fighting, that we everything's good, you know? And I go in the other room to, like, chill and calm the situation out. I just said, fuck it. You just said, fuck it. That's your problem, man. You be saying fuck it with too much shit, man. Man, we could have had a beautiful ass time. We wasn't even there. No, but I was going to be there with the story, motherfucker. I was going to be there in spirit. We could have had a good time, but you say fuck it too much, man. That's your problem. Something's just worth it to just push through and get the goddamn goal in the end, man. You know how many threesomes I didn't had? How many? None, motherfucker. I was living through you. That's why I'm saying I was counting on you, you punk motherfucker. And you going to say fuck it. What? So what, you had to massage the girl, you had to you had to boo her, tell her everything's good, you know what I mean? You could have had her kiss her, you know what I mean, next to you, no. Oh, shit. She eating her out, you digging her out, man. You could have just, like, you, I'm, I'm painting the picture, man. I was counting on you, man, for that story. Hey, my bad, didn't happen. Yeah, whatever, man. But yeah, man, so yeah, the threesome fell through. I mean, just wild shit, man. What, you wanted to see another dude? Is that the problem? If it was another dude, you would have made a situation. Hey, fuck you, man. That shit fell through, too. Yeah, whatever, man. Damn, you a wild motherfucker, man. You be so close to the finish line every damn time, man. And you just fuck shit up, man. That's your problem, man. Gotta see the shit through, man. I hope you see this shit through. <coughs> hope you ain't got that COVID, motherfucker. I ain't got no COVID. Got a cough. Fuck you. Been drinking tea and shit. But, um... I appreciate, I mean, that. I, you got me reliving some old shit. Yeah, it happened. Went, gone. You know what I mean? 
I'm sorry, I'm not a slave to my dick. Slave to my dick. What the fuck does that shit mean, man? It's my dick. My dick is my slave. I ain't a slave to it. Mentally, fuck, man. Not, no, you always on some different shit. But yeah, I am. You're right. Shit. Let's turn around talk about something positive, man. What's, <laughs> how your kids doing? Man, fuck them kids. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they, they cool, man. Everything's straight. Things good, you know. I, I visit, you know, once in a while. I think I seen them in 2019, like four times. You know what I mean? Once in a while. Fuck that. I mean, <laughs> how I guess how your kid? Man, my my daughter cool, man. You know, I lose my temper here and there. Yeah, you got a beautiful daughter, man. Man, damn, you could have had that threesome, man. I'm really fucking mad about that shit. Hey, it happened. And from threesome, the car gone. You know, everything. We move on, man. It's good. 2021 going to be different, man. You got any, got any hopes and dreams of 2021? You got a, a dream of quitting one day, motherfucker? I mean, I don't I don't know. I can't call it, man. I live it every day, one a day at a time, like you said, you know. I, I live it one line at a time, motherfucker. That, <laughs> that's what the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah, you wild and crazy, man. You wild for that. And, man... I'm like, I don't want to end on no threesome story. But, hey, Valentine's coming up. And if you want to get your ladies, ladies, get your man something. Um, you know, the show's going on. I know my boy, I'm going to shoot him out just because I'm, I'm spreading love. You know, Hilarious Joey got a Valentine's Day show. Got a nice lineup. Kevin Davis, Jerome Mays, Robbie Milan, and Flag. I'm looking at the whole flyer. It's a whole bunch of hitters. $10 for singles, $15 for couples. Um, putting that out there in February. Uh, you know, I'm trying to, I think I'm going to get my daughter something. What you ever got a girl for Valentine's Day? Yeah, I mean, I, I do the gift shit, man. One time I got a, you know, I got a woman some lingerie. The key to getting women clothes is just get a smaller size, you know, and if they don't fit that shit, they going to work out to get into it. You see, it's a win-win. And if they don't fit that shit, they gonna think you, that's beautiful. You admire me for thinking you, I'm smaller than what I really am. That's beautiful. I see how you see me. So you can't, you can't, you can't lose when it come to that, man. You gotta play with a woman's mental, you know. Uh, so I'll get, you know, like lingerie, you know, you get the regular chocolate shit. I do that type of shit, you know what I mean? And, I mean, you know, you gotta be nice once out the year or something, you know. Months, birthdays, what, Valentine's. So yeah, I, I, I do the lingerie. You know, and that, and I'll go down on them for like, you know, 45 minutes, you know. You shouldn't take that long. If you do, you, you, you just, you know, yeah. So just some, 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 eat the pussy and lingerie. Okay. Do you keep the lingerie on when you eat the pussy? Oh, of course. I, I, I make, keep it on. And what I do is I get like one of them full length mirrors, you know what I mean? So I get, they see, get to see how good they look while I'm eating their pussy, you know what I mean? So they stare up, you know. And it's it's a beautiful situation. I, what I do is I'll go ahead and tape the long, like one of them four-lane mirrors. I tape that shit to the ceiling so they can look up and the whole nine. You know what I mean? I create a, a, an experience for them, you know? Whoever I'm with, you know what I mean? They know. That's what I do. That's what's up, man. So you you would have made it through. Oh, yeah, I would have made the threesome happen. If that, you had, that shit would have went down. For real. For real. I heard that, man. So, yeah, we got, we got ideas for you, you know. Um, love is in the air. Love should always be constantly throughout. 
Let love rule the damn day, man. Tony, I'm going to have you on. Tony going to be a recurring guest. We're going to have him on Reckless Wednesdays. Uh, you know, he Taz is a little smidget. You know, he wanted to get into three some shit. Hey, but, but tell me, what made you what made you finally make that quit? Make that jump to stop using? Um, Man, I just, you know what it is? A lot of times I was using with no purpose. There was no party scene. There was no no more comedy, like especially in that 2019. I was almost like, if oh fuck it, if it's gonna end, I'm gonna be high on the end, you know. So when I realized there was no ending, like I ain't gonna die at the end, like I just I had to live for a better purpose, man. And you can too. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Fuck you. I do live for a better purpose. Me, goddammit. <laughs> well, all right, there you have it, man. Uh, Tony, thank you for stopping by, and today. On hump day, I just want to tell you, live for a better purpose. Take those great words from Tony. Live for a better purpose and live for yourselves and watch the world move and live and love accordingly. Y'all have a great day now. Thank you for listening. This is Confessions from an Addict. Goodbye now.